You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School with Ben Jabawi. Hey, everybody. This is another episode of The E-Commerce Marketing Show. I'm Dave, and I'm here with Aaron Orndorff. He's the VP of Marketing at Common Thread. Have followed him forever on Twitter and have always appreciated his insights and lucky to have him on. So, hey, Aaron, how you doing? Man, the feeling is mutual. This is a fantastic, I don't know if I'd call it dream come true, but man, I'm sure I have followed you longer than you have followed me. So this is delightful. Well, hey. I'm out here tweeting is usually my job. My job is mostly tweeting. I'll be tweeting during this podcast. I'll tweet before this podcast. It is what it is. That's how we stay connected. Okay, so you and I could talk for hours and at some point we will. But the purpose of this episode is, so you work for this company, Common Thread. Can you just give the background on what you all do over there first for people that might not know? Certainly. Common Thread Collective is an e-commerce D2C growth agency specializing in paid acquisition, primarily Facebook, Instagram, some Pinterest, Snapchat, TikTok. We're across the board. We have just expanded in the last few months into retention, email, and SMS. And I think that's where you've mixed it up with some of us most recently. We're the full meal deal, essentially, just for e-commerce D2C. And before this, you were at Shopify, I think? That's correct. Yeah, Shopify Plus. My feet wet, lots of grace and learnings there for about a four-year period. Left Shopify Plus as editor-in-chief, fancy term for I was leading up written content at the beginning of 2019. Stumbled into CTC during my time there. They picked me up to do some consulting work at the end of last year. One thing led to another. All the numbers worked out. Here I am. All the numbers worked out. Yeah, that's usually what it takes. All right. So you publish a lot of good content over there as people may or may not know. But one thing that caught our eye and the reason that we want to have you on is you published some data on 435 of the best e-commerce holiday campaigns. It's 10 strategies. It's 745 examples. Did you pull all these examples, by the way? We did. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. He's got all these examples and we'll link to this and you should go to it. But one of the things that we hear the most through the show and just our customers in general is that people love examples and they make sense. I'm a marketer. I just love seeing what other people are doing. Examples drive the business. And so you guys pulled together this awesome swipe file that people should go through, but let's just talk through it because I want to talk about some of the lessons. This is super timely leading up to Black Friday, Cyber Monday. What are some of the lessons that you've learned? Like what are the best practices across this stuff? Just want to jump right into the best practices. The data set on that, yeah, do link to it. The data set was essentially the 2019 Black Friday, Cyber Monday, 300 and some sites from 2PM Inc.'s DNVB, Digitally Native Vertical Brands, Powerless. So we wanted to select some sort of best of the best for direct consumer e-commerce sites. And then we also seasoned in the 100 child companies from the IR500. So both those data sets are included. Sometimes we break them up mix and match, put them together. It's all very clear inside the actual article. As far as the the rock bottom principle that we came across is you have to know what are your margins going into Black Friday, Cyber Monday for your 
leading SKU or SKU collections, what you're going to be featuring as your offer. And the offer really just comes down to what are the products and what's the price. So we have a calculator inside there that works through really unsexy things like COGS, including fulfillment, all of the variable costs that go into getting something from non-existent into your customer's hands with you in the middle. And for all of the great examples, and there's a ton in there, lots of pretty graphic design, different ways to bundle, how do you raise average order value. But that's really the non-negotiable bottom line is you have to start with that clear understanding of what does a black, black Friday being in the black profitable look like for your company. Yeah, I like that. The Black Black Friday. Okay, so figure out your margins. But like, once you know your margin, like obviously you're not going to run an offer because you want to lose money. So be a good business person, right? And first understand the fundamentals of the offer, right? But what have you guys seen across from like, okay, here's what you should do, right? Like, is there a range for offers? I know people love talking about like, there's a percentage off dollar amount. Like, have you guys had any learnings on that? Yeah, essentially for the percentage off, what we noticed was anything less than 20% isn't a Black Friday discount. So that's the, you must be this tall to ride the ride. 20 to 25% was number one with a bullet. Majority of brands offered that, especially in the D2C space. The next largest was 30 to 35%. And then we had a few, not selected SKUs, mind you, this is site-wide discount. The third largest was actually 50 to 55%. So it's going deeper and deeper with each iteration. Even more important than that, though, just thinking about discounts by, say, popularity, who uses what and what are the ranges. It's really about simplicity. If I can't identify what the offer is I'm getting in an email subject line or a banner, a header banner, that I don't have to zoom in on, if, I, if you can't simplify it for me into a one-liner, the difficulty, the friction, the lift of trying to understand it is a conversion killer. So even if you create sort of a non-site-wide offer, if you've got one of the things I really love are tiered offers where spend this much, get this much, spend this much, get this much. If you can't communicate that in an email subject line and a header, single line header, something's gone wrong, go back to the drawing board as far as your communication goes. Isn't that hard, right? Like, because if you don't want to do a straight up, hey, like if I emailed you 50% discount, you would obviously, that would pass that first sniff test, but you might not want to do a 50% discount. So like, what does that mean from my, how do you package up? What's the best way you've seen people packaging up offers other than say, hey, it's Black Friday, get 50% off my hoodies. One of the best ways to do it is that actually, if you're going to run, think about who is going to be buying from you, at least in new customer acquisition, like cold traffic in a sense, probably remarketing traffic at that point, but somebody who has never bought from before and you don't have their email address, this is the first time go for them. The second is existing customers that you have their email address for. And the third is existing leads that you have their address for. And then the third is existing customers. And you might add a fourth category to that to bucket your loyal customers, whatever that looks like to you beyond a certain spend threshold over the last 12 months. If you think about it in those four buckets, then you can simplify a lot of the language and then present it as, okay, Group number one gets the homepage, the remarketing ads on Facebook and across all the different paid channels. Group two, for the leads, you're going to reach out to them via email. So you get a little bit more room and you can actually craft that offer differently for them versus something like, really great example, Bamboo Earth, one of the brands that 
majority owners of here at CTC because we not only run ads and grow other DTC brands, we also own our own brands, about six at this point. What they are doing is basically those first two categories and their third and fourth, the existing customers and customers that have spent above a certain threshold are getting two different offers via email and SMS exclusively. So they're not even going to see, they're not going to get hit with, they're going to use exclusions on their paid acquisition fronts so they won't even see them. And they're just going to deliver that via email and SMS with the idea of how do we bump them up to the next level? Is it trying to get them from mini kits to full kits for group number three? And we're trying to get them from one-time buyers, multiple-time buyers into subscriptions for group four. So the more you can bucket and really think specifically about the customer segments you're trying to reach, the simpler that becomes. And then you just have to decide at what point, where, what real estate are they going to see this on? So I don't have to say everything. That's good advice, which is like my translation of that is the better you can segment, the better you can create an offer because the more relevant I can be to you, right? Relevancy is the number one key in marketing. Relevancy is the number one blocker to create friction, right? The more relevant you can be, the better your stuff is going to be. And so if you think, first of all, what are all the audiences we have? Because there's going to be new buyers on Black Friday, Cyber Monday. There's going to be repeat, right? I love that thinking as I think typically people will just default hey, what's the promo? But it's actually, no, there's not just one. There might be three, there might be four. And so who are the audiences? And then the third part of that is what are the channels, right? So not just this audience, but then which channels are we going to, and then how do we go and create campaigns for all that stuff? Yeah. And if it's four or if it's just three with cold leads, customers, that's a really good starting point for any business. Got it. Okay. What else should we talk about? Instead of me interviewing you on this article, like, What's on your mind right now? What are you guys thinking about leading up to? Because it's like 40 days from now. And we're like at talking at Privy. We're like, we got to really go all in on educational content right now. But what do you think people want right now? What do they want in 40 days? The clock is on even more than just 40 days. I mean, it's October 13th. We're recording this. It's Prime Day today and tomorrow on Amazon. And at minimum, 30% of Prime Day shoppers are buying gifts for Christmas. Google found that number is closer to like 45%. So ish is on. Like the holiday season is unofficially officially here. And the thing that I'm really concerned about for our brands as well as our clients is in the lead up to that, doing anything and everything by any means possible to get those email addresses, to aggressively build the remarketing audiences, but even more than that, build your email list with even at a loss, Initially, like between now and say mid-early November, if you're spending marketing dollars, ad dollars, get them to a landing page or a pop-up that is going to entice them with a preview of that Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale because they are thinking about it and then start teasing it out with a welcome sequence to prime them to get ready. You would go and spend money. You would have confidence in building your list now. Like you would spend to build the list now because you think you're going to make it back in sales. Yes. What we see across our own brands, and those are the ones that we can actually share the most data on, is the value of an email address. It's never more valuable than over the holidays. If you want a channel that you turn on, turn off, you know, the faucet, it's email. Still freaking email. SMS is in the mix now as well with or other like DM opportunities, via messenger, that kind of stuff. But that direct access is premium. It's king. And it's going to do nothing but get harder and harder and more and more expensive because you got like this perfect storm over this holiday. You got all the shipping 
a tighter and tighter timelines, smaller and smaller window in which people to buy and get by Christmas. There's this whole thing of like the enterprise retailers that pulled back budgets aggressively at the beginning of COVID and somewhere throughout the rest of the year, right? The way their budgets work is they got to spend it or they don't get it next year. There's just going to be this bloodbath dump of money into Omnichannel. And then you've got physical retailers who are saying, we're going to not be open on Thanksgiving. We're going to try to push that traffic back. This is just, it's going to be so hard and expensive to reach new customers. And it's also the worst time to try to reach new customers is during the holidays. Yeah, everyone's going to be online. You know what's interesting? We at Privy every year, they've seen, this is the first year that I've been there, but they see a pretty big spike in like people signing up for Privy like the day before, the day of. And I always wonder like those businesses, is that somebody who just started a business today and it's like, I'm going to capitalize on this? Like, I got to think, you got months and you, this is your whole year. I think everybody's been saying that since March and everything shifted online, that this is going to be the biggest Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales event ever. You got to be thinking about this now. It's not too late. If you're listening to this, you got to do something. It's not too late. Every email you capture today. Yes. Worth, I think we have data that says like each email is worth 16 bucks or something like that, right? So every email yeah. you capture today is going to be worth 16 bucks. Go and build your list now. You got to have a list. And be thinking about that with your ad spend. Whatever range you're currently at. That bet is that it's going to get nothing but more expensive. The email addresses are going to become nothing but more valuable. And so whether it's using Privy, we've done things like Typeforms. We use Typeforms to create quizzes that then sync up to an email service provider like Klaviyo. And there's something magical still about quiz funnels. Octane and I makes it really easy to do this with their landers that you can just run ads straight to these pre-holiday shop for yourself, shop for your friends. It's a gift guide you're going to get. And it can be as simple as the creative that actually converts really well is literally a preview of here's the quiz and what you're going to get. We're going to help you pick out the right gifts for your friends and family and loved ones. You're going to get it before Christmas. I mean, those kind of things like, I don't want to say like, it doesn't take a lot of creativity, but just previewing people with that right now. I don't know if it's going to work next year. People might get burnt over. It's going to lose its cachet. But right now, these quiz funnels are just killing it. You know, it'd be a savage move if you just surveyed your customers like, hey, which of our products do you want to deal on Black Friday, Cyber Monday? Right? Like insane. People would tell you. I would say like, I want these Jordan, these ones right here. Okay. And then I'll come back in three weeks and buy them. Things like that where you're getting good data, but you're also pre-gaming, right? And you're building that relationship. Yeah. So much of what I'm going to say is all about that investing in the on-site capture aggressively, building your email list, and having some sort of automated flow for that welcome series that amps them up, gets them ready for the holidays. And even something personal like that is, dude, okay, this is super, like, we've got this 23-day nurture sequence at Common Thread Collective, like, for our own marketing, B2B. And the third email in the sequence is, can I ask you a question? It's from Taylor. It's clearly an automated email. And it's like, All the email says is, can I ask you a quick question? How much are you currently spending on advertising month over month? And there's these three options that are all links to these different spend levels. And what blows me away is every week when the things tick over to the new batch of folks that went in, get hit with that email, we get like three or four written responses. It's totally like an automated email. But when you just post simple questions like that... People um, don't know because... I've always said that I think the best sales email you could send is like, if I was trying to pitch you on something, I would just send you an email and ask you a question like, hey, Aaron, um, are you the only person writing content right now? 
And you'd be like, you'd reply back and you'd be like, if I was trying to sell you content marketing services, right? I'd be yeah, like, if I was trying to sell you an agency, I just, cause you're going to reply. You're not going to be like, this guy's a vendor. You're going to reply and you're going to be like, yeah, I am. Why? Or just ignore. I just think it's, everybody wants to shoot this ridiculous best shot in the first email and it never works that way because people are going to ignore it. Imagine that the point of an email is to get a response, but that doesn't happen in marketing anymore. Like I love when I'm on a brand's email list and the emails are so good that you want to respond, even though you know it's automated. Even though you know. Because you want somebody to see it. You're like, I know somebody's going to see this. This is what type of brand they are. And that same sort of idea, like, right, if somebody just like shut this off, I'm on Privy's podcast. So go install Privy, get a freaking like capture, give them a, at the very least, like the best deals of the year are coming or, you know, just put something in there with your hero product, whatever it is that leads the way for new customer acquisition. And then I can like load that up with the first or second email, maybe a second or third with, I love that idea. I'm taking this back to the team. Take it. Act like I came up with it. We're going to wrap, but here's what you should do. You should go and follow Aaron and Common Thread on Twitter because they're going to give me a sneak preview. I know you can give us some sneak previews. I know that you're cooking up some type of content between now and Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So why should people go follow your stuff between now and then? People way smarter than me or who I lean on at Common Thread Collective. Mandy Moshe. I think I'm saying her last name correctly. I never say it out loud. Mandy. Head of retention, SMS, email marketing. She's about to drop a Black Friday email 10-point checklist with, here's the sneaker, LTV data that no one else has. What we did is we broke down what is the 60 to 90-day LTV average order value increase of customers throughout the year, pre-Black Friday, during Black Friday, and then gifters in early December. That's like, you're not going to get that data anywhere else, and then what to do about it. Love it. All right. Go and check it out. Go and follow them on Twitter. And if you like this episode, you like any of these episodes, we got you covered. E-commerce marketing show at Privy. Although Ben, the CEO, is now the star of the show because he's on here five days a week giving super tactical little nuggets of e-commerce wisdom. So every now and then we have people like Aaron on to share some of what's going on around the industry. Aaron, I appreciate it. I will see you on Twitter. Yeah, you will. Bye-bye. Thanks, sir. See you.